Welcome to the Enter the Mind podcast. The most real talk, no-nonsense podcast on the empowering of the mind. Why enter the mind? Because it's that room in your house that's been there all along that you've never gone into. Well, now it's time to enter with two mind coaches dedicated to self-help and the thriving of all human beings. I'm Kira Carlin. And I'm Robert Nelson. Welcome, Welcome to, to Enter the Mind. mind. In this week's episode, we'll be talking about how to have more mental energy. Before we get to that, how are you doing this week, Kira? I'm doing absolutely great. I've been to the beach nearly every day since I've been off, so I'm getting myself a good tan. It's good for the uh, good for the self confidence. When you uh, excuse me, when you look good, you feel good. So, how are you? Yeah, I feel that. I've been meaning to go out and work on my tan also. It's uh, it's warming up here in San Jose. It's like uh, first day in the 80s this week, I think. So Yay. Um, summer, summer is definitely knocking on our door. So. Um, so today's topic, I wanted to share some cool stuff I've been learning from this book, Reality Transurfing. So the credit for these quotes goes to that book and its author, uh, Vadim Zeeland is his name, I believe, unless it's a her, I'm not even sure, but Vadim, Vadim, Vadim sounds, oh, who, who knows? Definitely male. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I want to preface the quotes though with a quick example of, um, I was teaching skateboarding last weekend or the weekend before it actually. And um, one of my students um, did a private lesson with me. It's a very young girl. I think she's about like 11 years old or so. And she booked a private lesson because she wanted to learn how to drop in, which I don't know if you know what that means, but it's like the, when the ramp is like, when the ramp is like this, it's like you start at the top and then you drop in and then you, you go down the ramp like that. Um, it can be dangerous. I mean, I've seen st my students, you know, try that on their own when I'm not teaching them and, and fall and everything. So anyways, um, I went to this other park where there's a, a, a ramp that's of the right size. And it's, I, I knew in my mind, I, I kind of knew like, all right, this is easy. This is going to, I'm just going to like, like physically help her down the ramp and then so that she just overcomes the it's all psychological you know a lot of, and it's just a new motion to learn right yeah and so if i just do that a couple of times she's going to learn it so literally in the first five minutes she she did it right because i was assisting and i kind of knew that that was going to happen but i wonder in her mind right because right after that she was like wow i, I you know i'm so happy and i didn't know I would learn it this quickly. And well, I wonder in her mind, was there like an overestimation of the difficulty of the task? And that overestimation, like more than reality, in according to this book is called like an excess potential, because it's there's more mental energy than reality actually warrants. You know, either you could think that the task is harder than it actually is, or you could think that 
the task is more important than it actually is. Like, oh, if, I, if this doesn't happen for me, it's the end of the world. Um, that sort of a thing. All of that is energy, excess energy invested, which uh, the author calls excess potential. Um, so let me read a couple quotes. So he says, um, go after your goals in the same way that you go to get the mail from the mailbox. Meaning that when you go pick up the mail from the mailbox, there's none of this, uh, you have no psychic energy uh, invested in, in, oh, what, what if I can't open the mailbox? You know, oh, what, what if I can't walk all the way there? You know what, right? And it's funny, but think about when we, when we go after bigger goals in life and, and we do have what I would call an energy leak. Uh, energy leaks into these into these uh, these realms these other you know whether it's self-doubt here's another um, another quote is to eliminate mental tension it is essential and sufficient for importance to be reduced meaning our sense of important the amount of importance we assign to the task right um, if you are trying to make a huge effort to the goal or to achieve the goal as soon as possible, or if you doubt your abilities or fear difficulties, it means your importance level is embellished. And last quote is, um, he got into talking about the meridian system, uh, which is kind of new for me, but apparently there's these, these like two routes of energies i guess i think of it as like the the veins and the arteries of the body how they carry blood um i, I guess in this these fields of energy work whatever they they believe that there are two routes or two canals that uh through which energy can flow and like acupuncture for instance is meant to like open those channels up so more energy can flow through like going from your head to your tailbone sort of and um and anyways um meridian so he says the author says pendulum uh, oh yeah that, that's gonna need more definition um uh energy can leak he says i'm paraphrasing through the importance meridian which is just kind of interesting to think about like energy leaking through these certain holes in your energy system whatever um so that's kind of where I've been, that's what I've been studying lately. So let me pass it to you and see what thoughts you have, because I know you wrote some stuff down. I am obsessed with everything that you just said. I love it so, so, so much. And um, I mean, of course, it brings information to something that I already believe and something that um, is... Uh, it's kind of just like a, a different perspective for it. Because um, like when I say um, to do, to say your affirmations, like say your declarations as if you're saying like how tall you are, you know, because like, you know how tall you are. Um, you know, you're not going to be like, well, I'm 5'9". I'm you know, no, you're going to be like, I'm 5'9". I'm you know, so you could be like, you know, I'm a, I'm a divine source for knowledge. You know, like it's just, it's just something that's there. And I feel like it's true because like, um, 
I've heard in the past, like two, three years, three years probably, um, that if you put way too much importance on something, like you're most likely not going to get it. Because I think that one of the main ultimate goals for humans in life is to like have a goal and everything, but like it is not the end of the world if it doesn't happen. And I think that going to the mailbox, like going for your goals, if you're going to the mailbox, it's like saying your declarations, like you say something that's true about you because, you know, we, we think it's so hard in our heads and we put all of that excess energy on something that is jumbling up our world when it really ain't that complicated. And I myself am definitely a, uh, I don't know the right word for it. Um, I've definitely participated <laughs> in this sense of excess energy attached to a specific task. Um, and I feel like it's just a really great, a really great something to give to somebody who can now just more easily go for their goals or simplify their goals because you know going to the going to the mailbox and saying in your head the whole time like the things that you're saying like oh I wonder if I'm gonna be able to open the mailbox like of course you're gonna be able to open the mailbox like what <laughs> like it's, it's a simple task you know so it's like hmm like am I gonna be able to change lives of course I'm gonna be able to change lives it's a simple task just like the mailbox. So I like everything that you said there. Yeah. And um, it reminds me of a story back when I was working in Chicago um, at a nonprofit. I was a case manager, caseworker. And, um, and when I got placed into the role, I was sharing an office with, with um, I think it was five other case managers. So there were six of us, but there were five computers, right? And, and so we had to like take turns and switch off, you know? And, and I was new, so my mind was fresh. And I said, well, why don't we just ask for a, another computer, a sixth computer? And everybody just started uh, their, their limitations got activated and they're like, uh, 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 no, 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 Robert. See, we've been asking for that from upper management for years. And they just, you know, they're, they just never, uh, they just blow us off every single time. And then right when they said that the, the vice president of, of the residential services was walking by and, uh, and he goes, Hey guys, how's it going? Right. And then, and they're and they're like here watch and they say hey can we get another computer in here and he goes yeah just email my secretary you know and then he just and he kept walking and then they're like see guys see see robert how he just blow you know blew us off and whatever right and then so i i just went ahead and emailed the secretary like he said mm -hmm. and sure enough four weeks later we had a brand new computer in the room right now, what was going on, let's examine at the level of energy, what's going on with, with in their minds, right, of, of my coworkers, who they had this kind of, they had this impression of, you know, this is the history, you know, this other person is our enemy, they don't want us to get the computer, 
and they set up this whole scenario, but how much of their psychic energy is flowing into limitation that's out of touch with reality and essentially energy being wasted versus uh, in that situation, my psychic energy was channeled immediately into taking action mm -hmm. and it produced a result. So there's two routes you can go of investing your psychic energy into taking action or investing it into overthinking things, doubting, uh, rationalizing, coming up with, uh, coming up with reasons and excuses and how uh, playing the victim, um, all of these things that if we could just see the energy physically leaving our head and kind of like and strengthening these outer beliefs that are not us, that are outside of us, that are just essentially stealing our energy like a vampire, like mm -hmm. sucking the energy out of, sucking the energy out of us. Um, if we could just see that happening, then we would realize that we're being, uh, we, <laughs> that we're being robbed of our psychic energy by, <laughs> by, by what well, the book, the book calls these pendulums, but it's a very strange word. So I'm just saying like, you know, um, doubt and limitation and making excuses, those things are stealing our energy, but the book calls mm -hmm. those pen pendulums. So, um, yeah, it's, it's really interesting to, to think about that. And I feel like, like, since we humans have been conditioned in like so many ways while growing up, when we come to that realization, like, oh, fuck, like, I can see the energy leaving my body and feeding these pendulums. You know, I can, I can see it feeding, but then we get all embarrassed. And we're like, oh, God, like, I'm so fucking stupid. And another thought comes up that I feel like has come up a lot for me. So I, I highly doubt that I'm the only one. But it's like when I've been trying so hard to get something so hard and I have like this concrete thought in my mind and I'm like, it's not freaking working. It's not working, you know. And then finally I get it. I have this thought where it's like fuck like I really am in charge of my life like I really am in charge of my fucking life like what fuck fuck so but then then following that usually comes up a thought where it's like god like I'm so fucking stupid like this is what I teach how can I not how can I not understand this like what what the fuck is my problem <laughs> you know so I feel like there needs to be a little connection, like a little bridge. So what is that bridge going to be that crosses safely over to the dimension of, you know, feeding the good pendulums uh, all of your energy instead of letting these things suck out your energy like little vampires? There needs to be a little bridge where you can safely cross over, um, you know, and work through those thoughts safely of, you know, I'm so stupid. Um, why is this information just now coming into my mind? Like, why, why am I the last one to get it? I'm a victim. What the fuck? <laughs> I really am in charge of my life. You know, there needs to be a little bridge to where we can safely cross over. So that way we're not giving our energy to the vampires that are happily sucking it out of us. 
Yeah. I can identify with many of those thoughts. I've, I mean, I've had those thoughts as well. Things like, uh, why didn't I get this earlier? Or um, why am I not farther ahead in life than I am right now? Um, To be honest, I had that thought more so about four or five years ago. Uh, Mm. I remember remember specifically calling my friend and asking him that, that very question. I said, I said, hey, you know me, why am I not? farther ahead in life at age at the time I think I was 26 27 um, but what's interesting is I would say I don't ask myself that question anymore because I realize mm-hmm. it's a cause and effect and that the condition that that anyone is in is is a direct result of, of the actions that they've taken or have not taken mm-hmm. so I'm I feel 100% responsible for the condition that I'm in um, right now but as for what to do with those thoughts because that's a good point like what like what do we do with those thoughts because they will consume energy you know like thoughts of thoughts of like you know well well why didn't i get this earlier or why you know why is this coming you know right now um i think that well, I think we just have to reframe, right? I mean, what's, what, what's your solution for that? Uh, is, it just, is it just mentally reframing and trying to just stay productive and stay in, in action-taking mode? Well, there's kind of like two answers to that. And I feel like, number one, the first answer, like if you want something to leave your mind, you have to do repetitive action enough to push those things out. It's like a virus not being able to find a home anymore. Um, you know, it's like if, if these vampires can't find a home, if they, if they can't suck energy out of you, then they won't. They'll go on to somebody else or they'll go back to the quantum realm and have a nap. I don't fucking know, you know? But the way to cross over to that bridge safely is to continue with repetitive action. And The thing about repetitive action is that repetitive action doesn't always have to be the actions that you, you know, think should be an action. Like I'm talking repetitive action towards feeling the best that you possibly can. So maybe that repetitive action is one day waking up. um, You have stuff that you want to do in your business. You have stuff that you want to do, but you're feeling so overwhelmed. So a, an action that you could take maybe instead of working on your business is going to get a massage, uh, you know, going, have, having a long cry in the woods, you know, that's an act as well. So even when, you know, you're not taking action, you still are. And I think that to get over that bridge safely, that is a, that's a solution. And that solution is to repetitively just push it out when you are a sum of the actions that you take or do not take, right? So the actions that you are taking that aren't benefiting you, you can replace them with new actions and eventually these will make up who you are and the other things will have no room in your life. They cannot find a home. They cannot find a, a host. They, they can't live in you anymore because you are so filled with other things. And another thing is um, something that I learned in... I think it was the principles uh, to success, seven success principles or whatever it was. Uh, 
I don't know if that was the book, but he said something in there that I've stuck with to this day that I absolutely love. So it's like when you're, um, you know, when you see yourself giving those pendulums all of that energy and wasting all of your energy and letting them suck it out of you. And, you know, a thought comes up that you're like, fuck, why haven't I figured this out sooner? You know, you can say cancel, cancel, cancel and say everything is coming to me at the right time. Everything is coming to me at the right time. Everything is coming to me at the right time. And it sounds a little dumb, honestly, because it still sounds a little bit dumb in my head when I say it today, but it works. And it's, it's a successful little soldier on taking those thoughts out because you can't be anything else than what you think all day. And once you repetitively say cancel, cancel, cancel and fill it with different thoughts. And once you repetitively, um, you know, take forth with um, different actions, you know, you eventually will cross over that little bridge into the next dimension safely and soundly. <laughs> Well, well said. And I think uh, <laughs> it's funny, I, I use the same technique sometimes with other people's, if, if I'm around people who are being negative, you know, and uh, I'll say cancel, cancel, or another one, you know, like, let's say they, I say, how's it going today? And, and they tell me, you know, oh, you know, just you know, another day, you know, the problems don't stop, you know, or something like that, like, like a victim, like a victim, some sort of victim mentality. Yeah. I'll, I'll say, I can, I'll say in my mind, delete, delete, or, or I'll mm -hmm. imagine like I'm literally hitting the backspace button on my, on my mm -hmm. mind. It's like, it's literally deleting what was just said. <laughs> and then, because that stuff, you know, it, it will, it will cause, it will cause a weak thought in you later on if you don't delete it now. Um, you know, you're, you're well aware of that. Um, <laughs> looking at the time, maybe we should do our final thoughts for the day. Uh, so I think to me, this is all exciting because it's, this is more, Again, this is stuff that was never taught to me in psychology class in college, but this is exactly why I chose to study psychology because I wanted to learn this stuff. I wanted to learn mental management. I wanted to learn, you know, uh, I opened the textbook in Psychology 101 and, to, and I went to the chapter on motivation. And what I read there was just awful. It was garbage. It was you know, this weird things, drive, drive reduction theory of, of motivation. And it was just nonsense. You know, it was written by people that are not go-getters. And it's like, it was written by professors that not all professors are the same, but it was written by people that probably live very average lives, that they have their nice tenure job, um, they probably just go to work yeah. they do their lectures. They do their psychology lectures. They probably know a lot of, a lot about research, a lot of research in psychology, but they're not out there overcoming their own limiting beliefs. They're not out there pushing the envelope of their own psychology, changing how they, you know, watching out for their energy leaks and stepping up into, you know, try expanding their comfort zones, uh, meeting new people. They're not, they're not going out and, and expanding into the universe. Um, but these tools, 
the tools that I talked about today and these ways of thinking to me, to me, that's the path forward towards like really mastering this thing called being a human being. That was lovely, Robert. Thank you. Um, I think that my final thoughts would be to really just like, I'm, I'm such a big fan of like repetitivity and I'm also a big fan of making up my own words. So repetitivity is something that just rolls off the tongue. I love it. So your repetitivity in your life, you know, I think that it really just all comes down to that repetitivity and really just forcing out the old you and the things that you don't want about you because they cannot stay if there is no room. They cannot stay if there is no room. And it takes a little bit, you know, but hey, go towards it like you're going to the mailbox. <laughs> totally. All right. I think that's a lot of wisdom for today. Uh, if uh, the viewers have suggestions for future episodes, write those in the comments. And uh, remember to share this podcast. We will talk to you next week. Thank you.